Hello, this is Philip Schoenfeld, Editor-in-Chief of Evidence-Based GI, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Shreya Kumar, Assistant Professor in the Division of Digestive and Liver Diseases at the University of Miami Miller School of Medicine. We'll be discussing her recent summary in Evidence-Based GI, which is entitled Tiny Polyps. Cold forceps biopsy is non-inferior to cold snare polypectomy for polyps three millimeters or less in size. And this is a summary which reviews a recent randomized controlled trial that was published in the August issue of American Journal of Gastroenterology by investigators at Stanford. Their study was entitled Randomized Control Trial Investigating Cold Snare and Forceps Polypectomy Among Small Polyps in Rates of Complete Resection, the Tiny Polyp Trial. So, Dr. Kumar, welcome. And why don't you tell us a little bit about why this is an important topic for using cold forceps biopsy or cold snare polypectomy for small polyps. Thank you so much for having me, Phil. So I think as you and I both know, colonoscopy is considered the gold standard for colorectal cancer screening. We can both detect and resect polyps during the procedure. And the main goal is to resect polyps and prevent colorectal cancer by completely removing them. I think we also know that colonoscopy is imperfect and cancers detected after colonoscopy are indicative of that. And it's thought that some portion of this can be related to incomplete resection. In fact, one prior study suggested that approximately 20% of so-called interval cancers are related to incomplete resection of a prior polyp. So this is a really important topic. And when we think about how we remove polyps, we of course base polypectomy technique on characteristics like location, size, morphology, and apparent histology. And for lesions that are less than or equal to five millimeters, the ASGE and the European societies recommend cold snare polypectomy. In fact, they recommend against using forceps in these situations. There is a caveat in that for lesions less than or equivalent to two millimeters, when a snare polypectomy might be technically difficult, jumbo or large capacity forceps may be considered. Despite these recommendations, there are definitely advantages to cold forceps polypectomy. In fact, there's less setup and preparation, maybe a little bit easier to use technically, and perhaps some fewer issues with tissue retrieval. And I certainly agree with that. Based on the location of the polyp, sometimes it is much easier to remove with a forceps instead of with a polypectomy snare. And when I work with my trainees, I find that they're almost afraid to use the, the biopsy forceps because they've been so strongly instructed that you might risk incomplete resection if you only use cold biopsy forceps, despite the fact sometimes it's a lot easier to just snip it off with the forceps. So how do the investigators investigate whether cold forceps polypectomy would be sufficient for tiny polyps? Sure. Yeah. And, you know, there, to your point, 
not only is it sometimes easier technically, but there are actually mixed findings in prior studies regarding whether cold snare, cold forceps can provide complete resection for polyps less than or equal to three millimeters. As such, the, the authors of this study conducted this randomized control trial to evaluate whether cold forceps polypectomy is significantly worse than cold snare polypectomy for polyps less than or equal to three millimeters. This was a single-center, prospective, randomized, non-inferiority clinical trial conducted out of the Veterans Health Administration in Palo Alto, and they included adults who were undergoing an outpatient colonoscopy. Patients were consented, but ultimately they were included if they had at least one polyp of the size of interest that was removed. And the way they conducted the study is upon encountering a polyp that was less than or equal to three millimeters as determined by the endoscopist, there was a research coordinator in the room that opened an envelope revealing whether the polypectomy would be performed via cold snare or cold forceps. They used block randomization to ensure equal sample sizes among the groups. And the endoscopist completed the polypectomy and the polyp was placed in a jar and sent to pathology. Two biopsies were then taken from the polypectomy margin and placed in a separate jar. This assessed whether the polypectomy was complete. The last thing they did was each colonoscopy was video recorded and a study team reviewed each colonoscopy video and measured the time of the polypectomy as well as the number of passes to complete polypectomy. The primary outcome was complete resection, which meant an absence of polyp tissue in both of the margin biopsies and secondary outcomes included time required for polypectomy, number of passes, whether there was a need for clips or any complications. And as I mentioned, the primary outcome, which is complete resection, was evaluated for non-inferiority. That is to see if cold forceps is not significantly worse than cold snare in achieving complete resection. So what did the study results actually show? So the authors found that there was no significant difference in complete resection between cold forceps and cold snare, demonstrating that cold forceps is not significantly worse than cold snare when it comes to polypectomy for lesions that are less than or equivalent to three millimeters. They also found that cold snare actually took a longer time to perform, about 42 seconds versus 23 seconds for cold forceps but cold forceps was more likely to require piecemeal resection and extra passes. So when you look at these study results, what do you ultimately conclude about when you should or shouldn't use, you know, forceps for removing diminutive polyps? Yeah. So I think this, this is a really interesting study and, and it sort of supports my own practice. So for any polyps greater than three millimeters, I rely on cold snare as well. But for polyps that are sessile and less than or equivalent to three millimeters, I often use jumbo capacity cold forceps. And I take care to ensure that I remove all polypoid appearing tissue and ideally do this within one piece. I find that the positioning, retrieval and actual polypectomy for cold forceps in these situations with these very small lesions is actually often more favorable than cold snare. Um, you know, to, to measure the size, I use the forcep jaw. And I think it's important to note what size forceps that you have and looking at the package to see 
what the diameter is of the jaw so that you can appropriately estimate the polyp size and if needed, switch to cold snare if the polyp is larger than, than initially estimated. And I think that leads to some important questions about the limitations of this study. And certainly I'm aware that uh, endoscopists tend to overestimate the size of polyps. So if they're going to limit forceps use to polyps that they estimate are three millimeters or less in size, then I'd guess that in the real world, we'll probably only be doing this on one or two millimeter polyps. I think so. I think that's a fair assessment. And, you know, I think it, it bears mention that these are five experienced endoscopists who were aware they were participating in a clinical trial, and they were probably a little bit more cognizant of, of size estimation for these, for these polyps. But I think for us, making sure that we know the diameter of our forceps and we're able to switch to a cold snare where necessary to ensure that we're getting complete resection is important. Now, anything in terms of future research that you think is going to be particularly important, especially in terms of the emphasis current guidelines place on using cold snare polypectomy? Absolutely. I think, you know, overall, this trial is a really important step in identifying optimal practices. So we talked about before endoscopic guidelines in the U.S. and in Europe actually recommend against cold forcep biopsies, uh, cold forcep polypectomy in these situations. But the data for lesions that are this small has actually been lacking and in fact mixed. So I think future U.S.-based studies should confirm its findings. And I want to emphasize U.S.-based research because I think before we change guidelines for practice within the U.S., given that we have a unique demographic makeup, given that we have a high prevalence of colorectal cancer within the U.S., we really need to make sure that any guideline changes we're making are applicable to our unique population. I think another consideration is the cost-effectiveness of cold forceps polypectomy over cold snare. Minimizing time and technical burden is definitely important and a benefit of cold forceps, but I think consideration should also be given to the cost of cold forceps polypectomy, particularly if you're using it for other indications at the same time. For example, a concurrent endoscopy with biopsies or biopsies of the mucosa, it can minimize the financial burden of the procedure. And I think the the last point to sort of highlight is when we think about factors of incomplete resection that predispose to cancer, in general, it's thought that polyps of this size are not the strongest risk factor for incomplete resection that leads to future cancer. And so it may be that an emphasis on cold snare polypectomy with its greater time and technical burdens may not strongly be mitigating future cancer risk. That being said, as future studies confirm what this study found, we could consider using cold forceps polypectomy for small polyps less than or equal to three millimeters and do so knowing that we have robust evidence behind us. I think it's important to reemphasize this is, is a single study from one center, one VA medical center by five experienced endoscopists. So it would be helpful to see this data replicated at other sites. Absolutely. Having said that, it is a very well-designed study 
that provides pretty clear cut results that, as you said, reinforce what you're already doing in your own practice. So thanks very much for joining us today, Dr. Kumar. That was a lot of great information that I'm sure will be helpful for our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.